Hey y'all, we are back. Episode 11 of the Half Court Shot. I am your host, Nathan Park. And today, today is finally the day. The LA Lakers win the NBA championship. We all saw it coming. We were all a little bit surprised. Miami, Miami pushed us to six. But we all knew this day would come. LA wins the NBA championship, and LeBron James wins Finals MVP. Um, obviously, you can make a case that AD should have won MVP. I know, I know. On social media, a lot of people were like, "Oh, AD carry LeBron," but honestly, that just wasn't the case. Uh, LeBron very much deserved Finals MVP. You could say the same thing about Anthony Davis. You can make a strong case for both of them, but in my opinion, LeBron James was my was my Finals MVP. He averaged a near 30-point triple-double the entire series. Um, He shot great from three. Um, He looked really good out there. Um, You know, but besides all, like, the Lakers stuff, they were obviously the stronger team if you just base it off of talent. But Miami definitely had the heart. Um, Jimmy Butler was absolutely crazy he he does more than just like the numbers he puts up you know he puts up really good numbers especially in this series he put up great numbers he he was knocking down mid-ranges off of a in-between sidestep he just 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 felt like everything was going in but but besides that he grabbed boards had assists had a couple triple doubles this series but also he just he was just there for his team um, he's just he's just a great leader. I will always say that. Um, you know, when he was on the teams like the Timberwolves, the Bulls, the Seventy Sixers, where they didn't really reach the potential that they should have. I think now is like a wake up call to everybody, including myself, that Jimmy Butler may not have been the problem entirely. You see, the Seventy Sixers not make it as far in the playoffs as you thought they would. I thought they would talent wise. I thought they could beat Boston in the first round. Um, Obviously, I was wrong. Um, so it makes me wonder, like, was Jimmy Butler really the problem? Because the 76ers decided to give Tobias Harris a bag, a near max contract. And they let Jimmy Butler walk in free agency where he ended up in South Beach, Miami. Um... So that's just like a mystery to me now. Now that Jimmy Butler has obviously had success in the playoffs, he hasn't won a finals, but he's led a team that was going into the playoffs as an underdog in every single series they were in. They played a four-seed Pacers when they were a five-seed. Um, and they just, from that point on, they just played higher-seeded teams. And Jimmy Butler just brought his boys, and they all came to hoop, and they made a push for the finals not a team that i would have known was championship contending um yeah like um but at the end of the day the lakers are the lakers lebron james and anthony davis two arguably top five players in the nba uh top top six players in the nba um teaming up that's hard to stop it doesn't matter if you have Danny Green shooting two for 18 from the three-point line. It doesn't matter if you lose one game. You're not going to beat this team four times before they beat you four times. It's just 
not happening. Um, next year, I'm super excited about next year. The Golden State Warriors, I think I think they're back, back in business, and they're booming. Um, they have the second pick in the draft. Um, they got, in my opinion, I would take James Wiseman if he's still there. Uh, I would not take a guard. I would try to get James Wiseman if he is not there. Then maybe trade the pick, but James Wiseman looks like a super solid, solid pickup. Uh, I saw him like working out the other day, and he just looked—he's looked super good in shape. He had his dribble look tight and looked good. Um, you know, he he jumps like three inches and he's dunking. He just seems like the perfect pick for the Warriors. Um, obviously, some people are saying, "Oh yeah, trade trade the Warriors pick. You'll get um, you you could get like an asset." that's not a hit or miss that's not someone that you're waiting for, waiting to grow um someone that's a solidified all-star caliber player in the nba right now but james wiseman just has so much upside compared to his downside i guess i just don't see how he could be a bust in the nba he just he's just built for it um obviously steph curry is steph curry um there's obviously clay thompson and with them two back draymond green automatically becomes a 95 overall um and you got james wiseman their coaching staff is great their training staff is great they're gonna develop james wiseman super well um and he's just gonna turn to a stud in the nba i feel like um obviously their bench needs work a lot of people say they don't need depth or they don't have depth but if you really look at it this super young warriors team played the entire season as starters so Coming off the bench, they'll definitely have the experience they need to be getting valuable minutes in the NBA. Eric Pascal obviously proving himself as an extremely, extremely valuable player um, on the team and definitely will be a great piece off the bench, if not starting at the small forward position. Um, and there's also teams like the Brooklyn Nets, KD and Kyrie. Obviously, there's this rumor going around, or it's just, it's like the talk of the town. Kyrie Irving is a terrible teammate. He's a bad leader. He's selfish, which makes sense considering his past in uh, Cleveland and on the Celtics, uh, where he just wanted a team to himself when he had the a top three player of all time in LeBron James. Um yeah, it just didn't make sense. And on the Celtics, he looked like he was really trying to do everything by himself. Obviously, he had his couple magical moments, um, but he he had he had a bunch of young players that wanted to have the ball in their hands as well. And Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown, and Marcus Smart, and all those guys. Uh, Kyrie Irving just was not a good fit for them. And Kimball Walker was is definitely a much nicer piece. Um, he doesn't need the ball really to drop twenty points a game. Um, obviously he can make his own shots, but he doesn't he doesn't need to dribble to it. He can catch off the or he can shoot off the uh, off the pass. And uh, Jason Tatum looked really good this year. Um, but on the Nets, yeah, Katie and Kyrie. Uh, people tend to forget how or people don't realize. I feel like it's, I feel like it'd be weird for me to say KD's underrated, but if you really watch Kevin Durant, he is elite level scorer like one of the best in the nba and that's same with kyrie irving um so putting the two together that's just a nasty combination um 
yeah, but if you if you really, really want to know what I'm talking about, if you watch Kevin Durant play, just like in a regular game, not just his highlights, because obviously everyone's going to have a nice highlight reel if you're in the NBA for long enough. Um, but if you, if you really want to know what I'm talking about, watch Kevin Durant play an actual game. He just seems automatic from the floor. It's like you look at his stat sheet, and it's like he has... He's missed, what, like, oh, eight shots already? Like, where did they even come from? It's like, it looks like he's shooting 80% from the field all the time. It's kind of crazy. Um, and I believe that KD is going to be a uh, the best scorer of all time when he retires. I truly believe that. And even at this point in, in his career, I believe that he is an extremely good scorer. Um, yeah, but they're so many teams um obviously knowing me i've been looking really in depth into the sacramento kings i've been um really monitoring their play style their growth as young players with De'Aaron fox and buddy healed who's actually not that young anymore um harry giles stuff like that uh, and there's so many things that we could fix, but I just don't see us making the playoffs for an extremely, extremely long time. Um, they got so many players in the West that are getting better. John Moran and the Grizzlies. You got Donovan Mitchell and the Jazz. You got Jamal Murray and the Nuggets. You got the Warriors coming back. You got the Pelicans team, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo, Zion, Jackson Hayes. You know, all those guys. Um, and, you know, you got Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, and the Phoenix Suns. There are just so many, so many nice teams in, in the West side. I just don't see how the Sacramento Kings could make a push for the playoffs. Um, but, I mean, anything can happen. De'Aaron Fox can have a most improved type year, average 25-26 on like 8-9 assists. Obviously, it's a possibility, not likely, but, you know, always possible. They could also get a steal in the draft and the 12th pick, or they could always trade the pick. Um, but you know, that's kind of the word around the NBA right now. Just what's, what's really gonna, like, what's gonna happen this off season? When is the season going to come back? Um, just how are teams that have dealt with injury going to bounce back? KD, Kyrie, both injured. Curry, Clay, both injured. Um... So yeah, it's definitely going to be super exciting to see. I'm so ready for the season, but for the next couple weeks, I'm just going to be talking about um, each team, team by team, going over what they can do to get better, um, think realistically how long it would take for them to get better, um, and just if I see a future for them whatsoever. But that's all for me. Um, I'm your host, Nathan Park. This has been episode 11 of the Half Course Shot. Um... I, I live in LA, so we, we've we definitely seen a lot of parades around Staples Center and stuff. So, um, but yeah, let's go Dodgers. Um, I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening.